promissory note with a self-directed IRA, secured or unsecured. Hey everyone, Adam Bergman here, tax attorney and founder of IRA Financial, and welcome to another episode of AdBiz. Today I'm going to talk about using a self-directed IRA to invest in a promissory note. And some of the things you're going to want to consider, like should the note be secured or unsecured? So before we get into some of that fun and all the details you're going to need to know to be a lender of funds in an IRA to a borrower, let's talk about the definition of a promissory note. Essentially, a promissory note, as the term says, is a note that requires the borrower to promise to pay a certain amount of money for a set period of time. So when you use non-retirement money to lend funds to a borrower, the interest you receive back is subject to ordinary income tax, which can go as high as 37%. Whereas if you use a self-directed IRA, the interest is exempt from tax. And that's the primary advantage of using a self-directed IRA to invest in a promissory note. Of course, there's other benefits like diversification and potentially even the ability to help out a friend or neighbor with a loan. So a couple of things that we wanna make sure that you keep in mind when structuring a promissory note investment. Number one, there needs to be interest. A loan without interest is called a gift. So you're gonna need some interest. Now you probably don't wanna be below the stated, I guess the, the I would say prime rate, which is now 3.5% as of April, 2022, although it's gonna go up as interest rates go up. And you don't wanna go above state usury laws. And every state has different set usury laws, but think of usury laws as loan charging rules to prevent people from charging sorbent amount of interest on a certain loan. So you're just going to be cognizant of the state usury laws. So generally most loans are between you know three and a half and you know 10 or 15%, right? You want to be in, in that sweet spot. You don't want to be under, you don't want to be over violation of any usury laws. Now the term is up to you. It's a private transaction between the self-directed IRA as the lender. This podcast is about situations where the self-directed IRA will be the lender, not the borrower, but the lender, okay? So the interest that the lender receives will be subject to no tax. It will be tax exempt because the lender is an IRA. So that's obviously a huge advantage. Um, terms could be six months, a year, five years, 10 years, 20 years. The payment terms could be weekly, bi-weekly, monthly, quarterly, yearly, balloon payment at the end, it's up to you. It's a private transaction. There are no rules to say, it's not like a 401k loan where you're borrowing from your 401k that needs to be a five-year loan, payable at least quarterly, stated interest. You can get kind of clever and, and somewhat, I don't say aggressive, but you can, you can certainly be flexible in, in how you structure your loans. You just wanna make sure there is interest, not above usury, and you obviously wanna make sure that you have done your research on the borrower because a loan is only as good as the borrower. So if an IRA makes a loan, there's a few things the IRA owner wants to do. Number one, do your diligence, do your homework, do your research on the borrower. If it's an individual, get a credit report, right? Learn about the individual, tax return. Make sure this person W-2, can this person pay back the loan? It's a business. You wanna make the sure the business is in good standing. Certificate of formation, EINs, copy of an operating agreement or shareholder agreement. Also, ask for tax returns. Um, 
balance sheet, P&L statement. You want to make sure the corporation can pay back the loan amount. Why? Because you have two options. If the note is secured, that means it can be secured by a real estate, the individual or the business owned, secured by equipment, secured by an asset, a car, vehicle, um, inventory. But at least you have a security interest in something in case there's a default. A secured loan is certainly safer than an unsecured loan, which is basically unsecured, so it's not secured by anything. Meaning if the borrower defaults, all you can do is go after the borrower. So when determining whether you're gonna do a self-directed IRA, promissory note that's gonna be secured or unsecured, obviously the amount matters. Who the borrower is matters. If you're lending money to a large corporation, maybe you feel comfortable, you don't need it secured. Uh, if the individual you're lending money to has no real estate, no assets, then it's probably not going to be uh, have much security anyways. Um, so you, you got to make your judgment call. Um, how, do you, how do you paper a loan, right? You're going to generally want a loan agreement and a promissory note. Some people combine these docs. Other people have two separate docs. You're going to want to have a payment schedule and you're going to want to have certain reps and warranties as well as a description, a section that describes what happens in case of default. That is the most important part of a loan if you're a lender. A loan doc, the most important part is the default terms. Is it a 30-day default? Do you have the ability to collect plus interest? What happens when there is a borrower default? If it is not a secured loan, um, obviously all you can do and your only recourse is to go after the borrower. So you wanna make sure that you have a lawyer or someone that's reviewing your loan docs, uh, the payment schedule, not as much, that's pretty easy to do, but it's more the reps and warranties and the default provision to make sure that you have the greatest level of protection as the lender of a uh, note involving um, you know, a borrower. So that's um, important terms to keep in mind. What are some other things to keep in mind if you're a self-directed IRA investor? Number one, prohibited transaction rules. You can't lend money to a disqualified person under 4975E2. Disqualified person is defined as the IRA owner personally, any of his or her lineal descendants, parents, children, spouse, daughter-in-law, son-in-law, or any entities controlled by such persons. You can't lend money to your kids, wife, husband, parents, right? Or any entity owned 50% or more by the IRA owner or any disqualified person. So if you own a business, 75%, your IRA can't lend that money. If you, own, if you own a 30 to 20%, you know, technically you could, but there is still risks, right? There's a case called Rollins v. Commissioner. Uh, Mr. Rollins was an accountant. He owned less than 50% of a number of entities. The ent some of these entities needed money. He took his 401k and lent the funds at prevailing interest rates. This is a tax court case. The IRS argued prohibited transaction, and the tax court agreed. And they said the ro loans Rollins did did not, and was not done exclusively to benefit the 401k, but it helped him out individually because of his personal ownership in the company. So it's an important case because he owned less than 50%, meaning you think he'd be safe under the prohibited transaction rules, but still the IRS was successfully able to argue prohibited transaction. So generally the rule is 50%, but if you are lending to an entity you own or a disqualified person owns, less than 50%, you wanna make sure that the loan is being done exclusively to help the retirement account. And there's no personal benefit directly or indirectly being derived by that investment. But overall, the prohibited transaction rules are probably uh, the, the most important thing, items to keep in mind if you are a self-directed investor. If you're a lender, you don't have to worry about UBIT or unrelated business income tax because there's no UBIT on interest received. Interest is passive, not business income. So you're good there. And then obviously do your research, do your homework on the borrower, 
make sure you know and you feel comfortable who you are lending money to. Um, obviously, if it's unsecured, it's even more important. If it's secured, make sure you're doing what you need to do to secure it, whether it's a UCC filing, uh, a, a lien on real estate, um, an interest in, in a business, however you secure it, depending on the underlying asset, that's where you may want to work with an attorney to help affect the security and make sure that the underlying asset um, shows the IRA has having a security interest in that asset. But otherwise, promissory notes are super easy um, investments because all you really need is a note or a loan doc. If you're doing the, the note in the self-directed IRA directly, the lender will be you know, IRA Financial Trust Company for the benefit of Adam Bergman IRA. If you're using an IRA LLC, then the lender is going to be the LLC, not the IRA. If you're using a 401k, the lender will be the 401k. And again, make sure the borrower is not a disqualified person. Make sure you've done your homework on the borrower and make sure you uh, focus on default, especially if it's an unsecured loan. Make sure you feel comfortable with the default language. Um, again, terms can be anything you want. You can pay lender uh, could, and borrower can work out a deal where it's a monthly loan, a year loan, a 10-year loan, a 20-year loan, payable weekly, monthly, quarterly, balloon payment at the end. Just make sure there's some stated interest. I would say minimum prime and don't go above state usury laws. Each state has different usury laws, so you can just check online or if you're a client of IRA Financial, give us some buzz. And we have sample uh, promise you note loan docs, so if you're a client, we're happy to give them to you. Uh, I still advise clients to you know, check with an attorney, especially if it's considerable the amount of money you're lending out, you wanna make sure your, your uh, assets are protected. But otherwise, you know, it's a very popular investment, great for diversification, stated uh, cash flow, and it all goes back tax exempt to the self directed IRA. And, and there it is. That's how a self-directed IRA invests in a promissory note in a secured or unsecured manner. And I uh, really appreciate you guys spending some time with me today. This is a weekly podcast that drops every Tuesday. So don't forget to check me out again next Tuesday. Uh, I also drop two other podcasts weekly. Adam talks every Wednesday. If you want a alternative take on various tax retirement, alternative asset, current events, and also ad mail, which is a really weekly, fun weekly podcast. I drop every Thursday. That goes through the three best client questions of the week. So definitely check those out. Otherwise, have a wonderful rest of your day. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching if you're doing it on YouTube. And uh, talk to everyone again next time. Take care.